Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's jump in because this could be interesting. So last game, um, I'm going to just move myself just so I can see Innocence. You got deeper into Innocence. You started the game. (laughs) I was waiting. Deeper into Innocence. That is a really good point, mate. Oh, I'm that's... so oblivious to half the things I say as well. <laughs> that's that's Ash's search history. Deeper into I'm keeping that. That is a good one. <laughs> so you uh, had a look at the Night Vale Saloon. I was going to say Siavash, but Clyde had uh, a chat with the proprietoress. Is that how you say it? Um, the Widow. You had a little chat with her, got some info collectively, and decided to split up. Some of you decided to investigate the upcoming elections and pop in and see the mayor. Those two being specifically she and Krant, whilst Clyde and Egg headed over to the smolder and investigated um, based on the intelligence that you got from the widow Flay. I keep saying Flay, it's not her name. Widow uh, Ferris, I beg your pardon. The Widow Ferris. And uh, she basically gave you a quiet tip that there was an abandoned building in the smolder that some gentlemen in leather dusters had been seen. You investigated, knocked on the door, were greeted by some pretty heavy-looking fellas. They weren't very warm and receptive. And they just kept poking and poking. And eventually, old Clyde bit and pop popped so you've split i think to be honest i think before we go to the well 
we have to finish off this combat. So it started off with Clyde pop popping, shooting one of the, I'm going to call them heavies, one of the heavies, pop pop down on the floor. That was the surprise round. Your weapons are drawn. These guys' weapons are drawn. You can see in the back of the room tied up is a female with dark hair and quite probably the reporter Alison Dade. So wait, hang on. A su surprise round suggests we both get a surprise round, not just No, one it was of a us. surprise action because then, like, like, why don't they get a surprise round back? Because, you know, they knew you were there. He just kicked it off. So and then it was an initiative roll. So I let him have one free go because he kicked it. Um, so, Clyde, over to you. What would you like to do? Right. Uh... You've got the cabin. One, two, three, four, five heavies with pistols drawn. It don't look good for you two. I am going to get to this side of the door. Uh, outside still. Uh, okay. As for like cover or something. And yeah. then I'm going to try and shoot this guy who is... Like directly there. Okay. Um, pistols. Uh, firstly, with this first shot, you shoot him in the chest and blood just starts blooming out of his shirt. Uh, he instantly pales and kind of drops to one knee. His gun's still out, pointed towards you, but he's badly hurt. Nine? Nine is what you needed. As he drops to one knee, blood blooming from his shirt, he lifts his gun to try and get a shot through the door at you, and you just finish him off with a shot to the head. Uh, that is... Uh, him and dead so that's five feet of movement can i then go to this side of the corner expecting yeah. him to come out the fuck you <laughs> <laughs> yeah the little oh, oh the terrible is that the end of your turn that is the end of my turn this guy's gonna run and get some cover here and in his go that's um, a window right that's a window well he's against the wall so he you just hear footsteps scurrying around he scurries around there's two left um He's going to go here, pistol out, and he's going to go here, pistol out. You just hear the scurries of feet uh, uh, running around in there. Feet. The feet. And uh, a voice just goes, come on in if you got big balls. And then it's over to you, Egg. Uh, so I sprint across the deck of this wooden building. Uh, and I kind of, I've glanced and seen this guy poking his head out. So Egg just shoves his shotgun through the window. Uh, Glass and tinkers on the inside. Uh, and pulls the trigger in his general direction. Shotgun Grace. Target number nine. Well, eight. Plus. Uh, it's definitely going to be more than that. Uh, so my Grace is two, so ten. And my shotgun is three, I believe. So 13. You poke your shotgun through the shattered opening of the window and just unload point blank at this fellow. And um, you've probably deafened him and covered him in shot. He kind of like falls to the floor. Um, anything else you want to do? Um, I can't make another attack, right? If I'm Don't carrying think so if you've continuing your move. Uh, and I will say like that around smart. there. So you've just run off, getting some more cover behind the building so he can't get you. All right. Yeah. Clyde, your go. Clyde, my go. Okay, so I'm going to move again towards the door. Who can I yep. see? From there, if you put your head through the door, you can probably just see one taking cover. 
uh, by Alison Dade. Or looking deeper, you can probably see both of the two in the main room. Um, So one hiding behind the staircase that's ruined and one taking cover behind the the chairs and table with the reporter near him. Okay, I'll do the one next to the fireplace because if I miss, I don't want to hit the reporter. So... Fair deuce. Target number nine. Here we go. It's either nine or oof, uh, 14. Uh, describe your kill. So I just want to, uh, I, I want it to be to like I'm poking and then just not even looking through, just putting my gun through the door and just shooting twice. <laughs> so just pop, 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 pop. And then I will move back into that corner thing that I was. Yep. As you do that, you do see that there is actually one tucked hard against the wall. You just saw kind of like the movement of his body. So there's actually still two left in that room. Um, And he's actually going to do something, I think. Uh, They can choose to suffer one damage. Sure. To do something reckless. To basically get an extra AP. So he's got three AP. So he's going to move his five. One, two, three, four... Five. I think you can get to about there. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you know what? He's just going to shout, fuck this! And he's just going to charge you. But cool. he's going to charge you with his sword. Okay. And so you take two damage. As this boy one, just one shouts... Uh, armor two da- oh yeah, one damage. one damage. And he just kind of like lo- like swings this, this big old kind of like tatty looking sword. It's got dints and like looks blunt in places. And he just slashes at you as he comes trying to like turn the tide of this fight. Uh, the other guy is going to, he's going to move here. And he is going to hold an action. Have a guess what that would be. And Can this guy's actions as a yeah Overwatch. Um, and this guy's going to pull a gun to Allison's head, and he's just going to he's going to wait as well. Um, Egg. So my expectation is the window I just stuck my head through. Mm. I'm thinking this guy is trained on that one. Mm. So Egg is going to attempt to uh, poke up and shoot this guy through. Uh, another window hoping that he's going to have his back to him or be okay st- you can go there. for that however you kind of have to trust my honor here i yeah. i fully would be going for that window in my okay. head i was looking at that window but okay. i don't think it matters that much so he's going to take a pot at you too can you defend against a 10 with as he shoots with his navy pistol at you it's only one shot though do i get any advantage because it's i'm poking my head through a window and you can barely <sighs> see me uh i'll give you advantage on that Oh, well, there you go. I've got 13 without works, adding but... anything to it. So. All right. He just shoots. And like the, the bullet doesn't even go through the window. It's a bad shot. Over back over to you. So his interruption's over. My name is Egg and you miss my faith. Uh, and then I'll attempt to shoot him. Okay. Uh, so. Describe your kill. He was already hurt. Your weapon's fucking horrid. I, I imagine this woman's looking at what's going on. Uh, and suddenly a hole's blown in this guy's chest, and if she looks directly through the hole, she can see Egg the other side peering through, <laughs> kind of with a bit of a weird smile on his face. Nice. Um, is that the end of your go, Egg? Uh, I will probably... I think he's going to move up. He's going to try and flank one, two, three. That's four. smart. Clyde, you're in melee range with an absolute loony who is swinging a sword at you on the decking outside this abandoned hut. Two left alive. 
I will pop pop. You guys are doing all right. Pop pop. Go pop, for pop, it. Pop. Roll to hit nine. Uh, ten or uh, fourteen. Fourteen. I'm sure you'll take. So uh, at close range, him sw- um, like just swinging madly with this big old sword. Uh, you do manage to get a pop off on him. You probably hit him in the leg. And he's still swinging wildly in some sort of like frantic berserk fury. Uh, he's still up. All right, I need maximum damage to kill him. Fifteen or ten. That is enough to kill him. Describe your. You'd al- he'd already done one damage to himself to charge in. He was an idiot. <laughs> so, Describe your kill. So if uh, the first one is shot in the leg, and as he's falling down, shot through the the base of nice. his, yeah base of his skull. Nice. And then I'll take is that the end of your turn? That would be the end of my turn, and then the next turn I have to reload. So, okay. Um, seeing, just hearing the combat and seeing all of his friends drop, the remaining guy puts the just put cocks the the trick the fucking hammer of his gun to the back of the reporter's head, and he just goes, "Well, let me walk out of here, and uh, I'll let the bitch live." You stand down. So we're not in combat. I'm going to pause combat for a minute, okay. yeah. You can reload for free because combat's paused, both nice. of you guys. Reload, definitely. Can I, can I move as well? Uh, Loosely, yeah. I, it's, yeah. If I, like, he's not going to be able to see me moving to this window. If he sees me move past it, also your squares are slightly off and that bugs me. Yeah, I know, it's annoying me. Okay, so you're trying to flank around the back of the building. Clyde's at the front and he's just he's just saying... I don't need to die here today. Just let me fucking go. Let... Why don't you let her speak? She's got a fucking gag in her mouth, innit? How do we know she's alive? Oh, fuck's sake. Say something then, bitch. And she just goes... You just hear the female voice going, I'm alive, I'm alive. Just play this smart, please. We don't need to kill you here. We just came here for the girl. How about you just all back up, all go around the front of the house, I'll jump out the window, and I'll run off. You'll never see me again. I'm already... Stop fucking moving, I can see you moving. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the front of the house, like you said. <clears throat> I'm going to the front of the house, so you can see me. I'm standing right here, I have my hands up with the pistols. What about that little green thing? Uh, what about that green thing? Where the fuck is he? I have no idea. I want to see both of you in the door, and then I want to hear you backing off. Otherwise, this bitch is fucking dead. Egg. Egg. Right, Egg will walk around. Uh, he, he's, he, he kind of stands at the window for a second, thinking, like, I could probably get to that window and shoot him. But he thinks about it, and he's like... Especially as Connor Clyde's talking him round, he'll kind of sulkily walk his way back here. I'm here. It's okay. You don't. You don't need to do anything, silly. All right. I want both of you to walk to walk down the path and shout. Nah, this is, this is getting silly. There's two of us. We could get in there if we. All right. She's fucking dead. How's that then, little thing? Walk to walk down the fucking path. I'm jumping out the window and I'm gone. Send her to us. We won't move. Yeah, we won't. Yeah. We even put too fucking close. I've seen how you shoot the pair of you. Thank Fuck you. off. 
I need a fucking running start. I don't care if you like fucking story. I just want to get out of here. Go down the fucking path. All right. I will slowly walk down the path so you can see me through this window. And I'll just stand right here. Yeah, if we stand here. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. Now, do your end of the business and we won't come after you. All right. I don't want to ever see you again. We'll just chalk this one up to a bad fucking day. All right? No problem. You hear the sound of the glass smashing in one of the back windows. Echo. I'm off then. <laughs> What'd you say? No, as soon as he, uh, we hear the him going out the, the, the... He just smashed the window. He just smashed the windows. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to go yeah. outside, out over the window. And for her to walk down oh. the thing. All right, so... Au revoir. And he jumps through the window and fucking bolts. Echo. Can Egg run to here and at least <laughs> watch him? Like, at least what? Watch him. Kind of watch where he's going. Yeah. Um, he basically... This is the edge of the town and he's headed basically to the northeast perimeter of the town and he's basically presumably leaving town, heading into the Badlands outside of town. You don't know if he's going to swing back round, but for the time being, he's trying to get distance between you as fast as possible. You just see him sprinting off into the distance. Well done, you fucking badasses, two of you. Um, I'm going to pause you two there as this mercenary just runs off. And you managed to take out one, two, three, four, five, six threats. That was actually really impressive. Because I don't really know how combat works in this game, but you, you're, doing, you're doing pretty good with the old pop-pop. We're, t- we're telling a story. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Going back to the central district, we've got she and Krant. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys said you wanted to quickly check out the well. Um, yeah, I think that was probably like a, a joke, knowing that um, what was going to happen with the uh, with the other guys. <laughs> uh, we don't necessarily <laughs> really? need yeah it was it was more of a case of obviously out, out outside of character knowing that what was going on there oh but, that they were in trouble Sorry. yeah yeah um, well, literally but um yeah i guess uh just just to recap we we made a deal with the mayor and we're going to be doing a, a a patrol with the constables tonight is that right mm. yeah, yeah that's correct and uh how far away are we from that um i would say you came in that was it's all been one day so far isn't it yeah yeah we haven't slept or anything so i'd say it's probably you know midday lunchtime as you step out of the town hall um you can see the whole central district in front of you uh people seem happy enough um there's also you can see the santorini cafe is doing pretty brisk trade which is just tucked off this small street off of the main circle and you can see people eating there. And people are generally quite happy around there as well. Um, you've got the Undertakers, a flop house, a brewery, a cartographist that looks like it sells a local paper, uh, a bank, a doctor's office, uh, the mayor's mansion, the constabulary headquarters, and the well. What would you like to do? Um, I think uh, possibly I'd like to know a little bit more about what we're getting into. Because um, obviously we've heard about people can't leave the town but i don't think we've got like mm. concrete evidence as to why whether this is kind of like uh propaganda or anything like that so um do you say there was a calf that had um quite a few people in it 
Okay. So, Tuk Tok uh, in a small street off the main circle of the Central District is the most popular place to get a bite to eat in this region. And you can see straight away that the Santorino Cafe serves baked goods, soups and light sandwiches. And it looks like it serves these all throughout the day. You can see that many of the important people who live and work in the district make time to stop by the cafe. And it started to become known as the place to be seen in innocence. There is the... Um, some really nice spots in the back of the cafe where you could just sit and just simply watch the ebb and flow of the people milling around the town. There's a lot of talk, um, amiable chat. You can already hear people as you step up, people talking about the missing reporter, the upcoming election, who's a sure thing, who's who's not got a hope in hell. Um, and you can see that staff-wise inside the Santorino Cafe, there is the head cook, which is um, probably Greek descent woman and her husband, um, middle-aged fellow, um, middle-aged couple. Uh, he's starting to lose his hair, immaculately dressed though, smiling, kind-looking gentleman, and um, they're servants people. And as soon as you step up, the gentleman just says, hello, can I get you to a table? Table for two? Yeah, I think uh I think that'd be great. Uh we uh we here for a little bite to eat and uh we wanna ask uh maybe you can help us, sir. We wanna ask a, a few questions. We are new here in town. My name is Shio Aizawa. This is my confidant, his name is Crant Dupont. Now we just been and seen the mayor and we know about all the upcoming elections. We know that people can't leave the town. We know that there's a missing reporter right now. Me and my guys, we are on to this right now, but we need to know a little bit more about what's going on. Can you help me, sir? Uh, well, I could, I could try. Absolutely. Um, but before any questions, um, and he's got a towel over his shoulder. He says inside or outside. I tell you what, it's a it's a lovely day. How about we go sit outside? Absolutely. And he takes you outside to a nice table with uh, an awning above it, um, and he says, uh, "Questions first or drinks?" Well, I tell you what, I'll have a word with my confidant here, Crant Dupont. You fix us up some drinks, and then we'll uh, have a little chat. How does that sound, sir? Sounds perfect. What would you like to drink, gentlemen? Uh, how about a uh... Mm. Do y'all got any uh, alcoholic drinks? Absolutely. I um, We've got whiskeys, we've got beers, I can make up cocktails. I'll tell you what, sir, it's a dealer's choice. You go fix us up a drink and uh, you let us know what we got. Uh, excellent. Um, and I'll be with you in a jiffy. And he steps inside and for a couple of minutes you guys can chat to yourself as he makes the drinks. Yeah, I'm just trying to buy time because I know Lee's just fucked off to have a piss. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. So he, you can, um, you just kind of like watch as he makes the drinks and you take in the scene of the central district. And the vibe, there is an air of um, concern. There's a missing reporter and terrible things happening. But this is like a nice, almost like a, a breather from people's problems and or maybe it's just a good mask to cover up anxieties and fear but there's a good vibe to the Santorino's cafe and um Mr Santorino comes out and he says your drinks gentlemen um I took the liberty to make you 
two whiskey sours and he plops them on the table for you. Uh, questions or food? Uh, I tell you what, I'm mighty thirsty after dealing with that mayor, so how about we sit down, we have a few drinks, and then we can get to the food later on. Okay. Mm, that is damn uh, good, sir. Well, you're very welcome. Um, what can I do for you, then? Well, uh, me and my confidant here, Crant Dupont, we've been and seen the mayor. We know there's a few goings-on in this town, and we just wanted to know from y'all... Y'all lovely folk on here, you got a lovely little cafe, you serving up lovely drinks. I just want to know, people keep saying this to me over and over again. You see, you can come into Innocence Town, but you can't leave. Can you elaborate on that for me, sir? <sighs> yep, uh, it seems to be true. We've had a bad run of late. The Nephilim, the Neverborn, they started to attack us us people us folk of innocence one night and now their numbers grow their attacks become more violent more destructive and if anyone runs back out into the badlands heading back to Malifaux or other frontier towns they're never heard of again they're picked off we've seen the evidence we've heard stories of people coming in that no one can leave. And we're cut off. We are truly independent. As a town. On our own. We're in a desperate plight. That's the truth of it. Alright, so you're telling me. That no matter what time of day. These uh, creatures. These Nephilim. They're going to pick off anybody that tries to leave this town. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. In, in a... In a nutshell, yes. Alright, and you're telling me that these guys, these things, these creatures are coming in here at night and they be picking off more of these town folk here? Yes, yeah. Unless we do something about it. There, there's talk in the town. Have you met Mr. Callahan by any chance? Uh, that name doesn't sound mighty familiar. Just uh, elaborate for me. Mr. Callahan is our... Barber, Martin. Martin Callahan. Doesn't mean uh, shave. But also, he's running um, in our upcoming elections. And he's been talking about bringing the fight to these Neverborn to protect his family and our townships. Looks like he's starting to form a small, I'll be honest, not particularly well-trained militia. And they're going to do their best to try and fight off the Neverborn. Well, I tell you, that sounds mighty interesting because me and my friend here, Crant Dupont, Crant, take a little sip of that whiskey sour. Tell me what you think. I will sip that whiskey sour. <laughs> it is mighty fine tasting. Well made. Crant Dupont likes that whiskey sour. I tell you what, Mr. Miss. Mr. Cafe Man, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. What was it again, sir? Rodrigo Santorino. And mm. my wife, my wife, Carla, runs the kitchen. Fantastic All right, Mr. Mr. Santorino, my, my, my confidant here, Clarent Dupont, he, he, he approves of your whiskey sour. Now, you're telling me that uh, we should probably take a, take a little trip downtown and see, uh, see Mr. Barber, Mr. Martin. 
Martin Callahan. Uh, if if you want to help, he's a good man to talk to. Is is Martin? He's a good man. He's courageous. Um, he's an idealist, maybe a little naive, but he is a good man, and he's he's running on a message of security and stability. All right, now uh, I don't want to get too much into these here politics, but uh, me and my friends, we uh, we new into town. We only got here uh, earlier on today. Now we've uh, spoke to a few of those fine folk. We managed to speak to the mayor, and we managed to speak to the widow Pharaoh. So that's two out of the three people running for mayor in this here town. So uh, can you enlighten me on what you think? You know, a man of business here in this town, what you think about those three candidates? Ooh, I'm going to make you roll for that. You're trying to get him to talk about politics and really yeah. open up. So that's going to be a social one. Um, I think it could be, a conv- I think it's got to be convinced intellect. Okay. And I'm going to give you a target number before you roll or pull. Um, it's going to be quite hard. You can see that his clientele is mixed. So he probably won't want to go out on a limb and talk about his personal politics. So I'm going to say this is a difficult challenge of 13. Right. Okay. They're my regular cards. And do I pick from the the fate, the blue one? Yep. You pull from the fate deck and you can switch with one of your twist deck cards if you wish. No, I I can't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've got zero on both. So it's a straight six. And if I swap out with any of the others, it's just a wasted thing. So, um, yeah. Um, he kind of like does like this genial like shrug thing, and he's like, "I don't want to. I don't want to talk about my politics. Sir. Each man to his own. I don't want to influence your vote." And I'll let you make your mind up. But meet the candidates: Widow Ferris, Martin Callahan, and uh, Mayor Crow. He's uh, the incumbent. He's running again. Three strong people in the town of Innocence. I'm not going to badmouth for one of them. But you make your own mind up, sir. Now, I appreciate that. Uh, you keep your politics uh, close to your chest, and that's absolutely fine. I don't want to be asking what, uh, who you're going to vote for, what's your favorite pop singer, or anything like that. But uh, I just want to know a little bit more about these people, you know, uh, not from a political standpoint, maybe what they stand for, because if, uh, if I'm been told rightly i can place a vote in this here town because i'm now a resident i just want to know that i'm popping my ballot in the right person oh i can give you it'd still be my general take um well i was speaking about mr callahan mr callahan is running on a message of security and stability he's a good speaker i think he's a good man and his political aspirations is, from my perspective, to make innocence safe. Um, Mayor Crow, he's promising stability and the maintenance of the status quo. He has a lot of votes amongst the miners. And there is a strong... Um, there's a strong degree of strength being put into the union from him. And the widow Ferris, she probably with no disrespect to the good lady. And she is a good lady. She um, is probably the least likely candidate is 
Jane Ferris. But she's a good woman. I think that's clear. She wants Innocence to remain independent from all of the major factions in Malifaux. She's been talking about seeing the town as a unique place where anyone can come to find a new life. For the future of the town, the widow wants to revitalise the town's economy by opening up a railway between Innocence and Malifaux. She wants it to be owned by Innocence and thus keep us independence. Us keep us independent, sorry. There's the gist, the general gist, the flavour. Speak to them. They'll be after your vote, so they'll be speaking to you for you probably too. Indeed, sir. Now, I want to thank you for your impartial advice there. Now, I tell you what, myself and Crant Dupont, we got a few things we need to talk about. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Santorini, how about you get your lovely wife to cook us up some of her favorite dishes, and then uh, we can have some grub here. Fantastic. I will um, do, a, uh, I'll do you a meze plate. And uh, he walks off to the kitchen. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.